Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine, and I am your host today. Uh, I know Friday we promised you Jeremiah and I together, but uh, both of us ran into some uh, difficulties trying to get get it together. Uh, so, and he is, I think, getting ready for a trip. So I think it's going to be me for this whole week by myself. But uh, so I'm going to do. Um, First Timothy chapters one and two today to get caught up so that we're not uh, lagging. So I again I apologize for the glitch for now last Friday and that we did not have an episode posted. So this is going to be episodes 39.1 and 39.2. So uh, so welcome and <laughs> thank you for being here again today. Uh, a lot of stuff has been going on. Uh, in the news and on the, in the world and uh, so as of uh, Friday I think it was uh, apparently you know, the Supreme Court they're overturning of Roe versus Wade and uh, the whole world is just in an uproar over it the whole country <clears throat> so uh, again uh, this was just an accident that I'm actually wearing the shirt today I, I just grabbed out of my uh, my drawer so uh, but I do agree with this so uh, I also had a lot of controversy today over uh, or yesterday over a post I reposted something that my friend had posted about her family and I was just celebrating life and uh, apparently um, somebody was not happy with what I posted it was not intended to be controversial it was not there to make a political statement I was merely just celebrating life on my Facebook page. So, uh, and again, I'm celebrating life here. Every life is beautiful. I think this is, this was a movie, uh, October Baby, back in 2012 or 2011, something like that. So it's at least a 10-year-old movie. Uh, so it was a cool movie. I liked it. I got to see it for free. I got to screen it. So it was interesting. But uh, so... Um, we promise not to be political on this uh, this podcast, and so I'm trying desperately not to be political. But you know, but we are Christians, and we do believe in life because that's what God intends for us. Uh, he did not intend us to be uh, taking matters into our own hands in many cases. So, but. Again, uh, not trying to be political, not trying to offend anybody, but there's some stuff in here today, though, the next two chapters, which I find very interesting. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and pray because I'm just going to dig myself into a big fat hole if I don't shut up now. So uh, one thing I am going to say, though, uh, is this, and I don't know, I don't know a lot about the Constitution, but what I think happened on Friday was the Supreme Court put the choice back into the hands of the people by electing the officials that we want to support our platforms. So I think that this is going back to the states to make the decision in their own states. So I encourage everybody, whatever your platform is, to get out there and get your officials 
uh, elected into the place where you want so that they can support whatever platform it is, whatever side you are looking at, doesn't matter because that is what our country is founded upon. Democracy. Everybody gets a vote who is a United States citizen and can prove that they're a United States citizen and everybody elects the person in that they want. That's how it goes in our country. So that's what I understand happened on Friday. Now, I don't, I don't know much more about that. I know there's a lot of statistics out there. I, I don't get into the statistics or the numbers, you know, so uh, I think there's a lot of stuff going on out there in the world and there's a lot of Satan's playground as far as I'm concerned. So that's all I'm going to say about it. That's as, that is as political as I'm going to get. And I don't think I said anything that was wrong. I think I, I said exactly what happened on Friday. Get out there and vote. Vote for the people that you want in office who will support what you believe in. That's it. Okay. So the overview today, uh, basically I highlighted a couple of things here. It says, Timothy, Paul's child in the faith, is facing a heavy burden of responsibility in the church at Ephesus. Um, Paul's first letter to Timothy, which is what we're reading, in many ways uh, is a manual, a leadership manual, describing the qualifications of leaders in the household of God. Family life and finances, attitudes and habits, reputation both inside and outside the church. I just thought that was kind of interesting, so I highlighted it. And then I thought this was also, and we're going to read this in a second, uh, verse one, uh, chapter 1, verse 15. Kind of cool. So... All right, I'm going to pray, and then we're going to read. <clears throat> Holy and mighty God, we come to your throne so grateful and so great, gracious and thankful for all that you do for us. And uh, I thank you for this time in your word. I thank you for allowing us to uh, find the time to read your word, understand it, uh, internalize it, Lord. Carve it on our hearts, in our minds, in our souls, and uh, help us to understand exactly what it is that you want us to learn from today's readings. Lord, we also thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus. We thank you for his sacrifice on the cross and the blood that he shed for all of our sins. Ugh, just so much stuff going on in the world, Lord, and I just pray for peace in our country. I know that that's not going to probably happen because it's whatever your will is. So, uh, but... I do pray for peace. I pray for unity. I pray for a revival in our country. Your will be done, Lord. But we pray for a revival and for people to come to you and to come to know Jesus in a big way. I hear so many good things happening out there, uh, but I also see some negative things. So, Lord, I just uh, ask you to bring the people back to you and uh, this wonderful country that you created in your, in your holy name. So, Lord, I just uh, pray over this country. Uh, just pray for unity. I thank you for those that are out there that uh, are listening. And I pray blessings over each and every one of them. And thank you for bringing them to this moment to be able to listen with me and read with me. So, just, Lord, we invite you to come and anoint this time in your word. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> All right. Chapter 1, episode 39.1.
Greetings from Paul. This letter is from Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, appointed by the command of God, our Savior and Christ Jesus, who gives us hope. I am writing to Timothy, my true son in the faith. May God the Father and Christ Jesus, our Lord, give you grace, mercy, and peace. Warnings against false teachings. When I left for Macedonia, I urged you to stay there in Ephesus and stop those who, whose teaching is contrary to the truth. Don't let them waste their time in endless discussions of myths and spiritual pedigrees. These things only lead to meaningless speculations, which don't help people live a, faith, a life of faith in God. The purpose of my instruction is that all believers would be filled with love that comes from a pure heart, a clear conscience, and a and genuine faith. But some people have missed this whole point. They have turned away from these things and spend their time in meaningless discussions. They want to be known as teachers of the law of, the, of Moses, but they don't know what they are talking about, even though they speak so confidently. We know that the law is good when used correctly, for the law was not intended for people who do what is right. It is for people who are lawless and rebellious, who are ungodly and sinful who consider nothing sacred and defile what is holy, who kill their father or mother or commit, or commit other murders. The law is for people who are sexually immoral or who practice homosexuality or are slave traders, liars, promise breakers, or who do anything else that contradicts the wholesome teaching that comes from the glorious good news entrusted to me by our blessed God. Paul's gratitude for God's mercy. I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has given me strength to do this work, his work, sorry. He considered me trustworthy and appointed me to, to serve him, even though I used to blaspheme the name of Christ, Christ. In my insolence, I persecuted his people, but God had mercy on me because I did it in ignorance and unbelief. Oh, how generous and gracious our Lord was. He filled me with the faith and love that comes from Christ Jesus. This is a trustworthy saying and everyone should accept it. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners and I am the worst of them all. But God had mercy on me so that Christ Jesus could use me as a prime example of his great patience with even the worst sinners. Then others will realize that they too can believe in him and receive eternal life. All honor and glory to God forever and ever. He is the eternal king, the unseen one who never dies. He alone is God. Amen. Timothy's responsibility. Timothy, my son, here are my instructions for you based on the prophetic words spoken about you earlier. May they help you fight well in the Lord's battles. Cling to your faith in Christ and keep your conscience clear. For some people have deliberately violated their consciences. Consciences. As a result, their faith has been shipwrecked. Hymenaeus and Alexander are two examples. I threw them out and handed them over to Satan so they might learn not to blaspheme God. Chapter 2, episode 39.2 I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people, ask God to help them intercede on their behalf, and give, that, give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority, 
so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases God our Savior who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. For there is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man Christ Jesus. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. This is the message God gave to the world at just the right time. And I have been chosen as a preacher and apostle to teach the Gentiles this message about faith and truth. I'm not exaggerating, just telling the truth. In every place of worship, I want men to pray with holy hands lifted up to God, free from anger and controversy. And I want women to be modest in their appearance. They should wear decent and appropriate clothing and not draw attention to themselves by the way they fix their hair or by wearing gold or pearls or expensive clothes. For women who claim to be devoted to God should make themselves attractive by the good things they do. Women who, sh who sh I'm sorry, women should learn quietly and submissively. I do not let women teach men or have authority over them. Let them listen quietly. For God made Adam first, and afterward he made Eve. And it was not Adam who was deceived by Satan. The woman was deceived, and sin was the result. But women will be saved through childbearing, assuming they continue to live in faith, love, holiness, and modesty. All right, so lots of stuff in there. I did highlight a lot. Um, I'm going to try to give you my points that I've got here. So this is, again, this is a letter from Paul uh, and uh an apostle of Christ Jesus appointed by the command of God and Savior and Christ Jesus. And he's writing to Timothy, my true son in the faith. Uh, I don't know why he says that specifically, but I, I don't, I'm just thinking he's just trying to tell him that he's important to Paul. And then warnings against false teachings. I urge you to stay, this is speaking to Timothy, I urge you to stay there in Ephesus and stop those uh, whose teaching is contrary to the truth. Don't let them waste their time in endless discussions of myths and spiritual pedigrees. I really highlighted a whole bunch of this, I mean, all the way down to eight. Um, this will only lead to meaningless speculations. Um, don't help people live a this doesn't help people live a life of faith, you know, living with these speculations. The purpose of my instruction is that all believers would be filled with love that comes from a pure heart, a clear conscience, and genuine faith. They, uh, this I thought was interesting. They missed, they've missed the whole point. They've turned away from these things and spend their time in meaningless discussions. This, I guess this kind of pinged on me because of what happened on my Facebook page, I thought. I was really just trying to, you know, celebrate life and it turned into a whole, you know, thing and that's not what my intention was and that's what happened today. I spent a whole bunch of time on this silly conversation. Anyway, uh, they want to be known as teachers of the law, but they don't know what they're talking about, uh, even though they speak so confidently. I find that a lot. Uh, uh, in these social medias. People talk a talk like they know what they're talking about. and Sometimes they don't. So anyway, 
Uh, we know the law is good. It's used for people who do what's right. Uh, the law is for, not intended for people who do what's right. It's for people who are actively uh, not. They're, you know, being sinful in their sinful nature. Lawless, rebellious, uh, ungodly, sinful, people who kill their parents, they, um, they commit murders, they live sexually moral lives, practice homosexuality, uh, they're slave traders, liars, promise breakers. I mean, there's a whole list of sins here that they, that's what the law is for. And then it goes into this kind of flips, it's kind of cool. Paul's gratitude for God's mercy. I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has given me strength to do this work. Um, he considered me trustworthy and appointed me to serve him, even though I persecuted his, his people. But God had mercy on me because I did it in ignorance and unbelief. Uh, oh, how generous and gracious our Lord was. He filled me with the faith and love that, that comes from Christ Jesus. And then it's interesting. There's a question in the daily walk over here that says, um, uh, if you had to select a candidate for the title, the worst sinner who ever lived, who would you choose and why? I'm like, when I read that, I'm thinking, me? I'm probably the worst sinner that ever lived. Um, and that's what happened here uh, with Paul. He said the same thing. This is, tr a, this is a trustworthy saying, and everyone should accept it. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, and I am the worst of them all. But God had mercy on me so that Christ Jesus could use me as a prime example for, of his great patience, even with the worst sinners. You know, who is the worst sinner? We all are the worst sinners. It's a, that's what it comes down to. God doesn't have a checklist of what's the worst and what's the best. That's not how he works. Sin is sin in God's eyes. It doesn't matter what it is. And then Timothy, uh, Timothy's responsibility. Here are my instructions for you. Cling to your faith in Christ and keep your conscience clear. That's pretty cut and dry. And then going down into instructions about worship, uh, there are some interesting things here. I urge you, first of all, to pray for all the people. Ask God to help them intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Uh, this is important, especially in this day and age in our country. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. Uh, this, our God who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. That's what he wants for everyone. Uh, there is one God, one mediator, who can reconcile God and humanity. The man, Christ Jesus, he gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. He, Jesus came for everybody. That's what it comes down to. you know. So everybody is worthy of being saved. And every life is beautiful. That's what God feels. At least, I mean, I'm not speaking for God, but that's what... That's what it seems to say here. Uh, this is the message God gave to the world at just the right time. And I have been chosen as a preacher uh, to teach the Gentiles this message about faith and truth. I'm not exaggerating, just telling the truth. I say that all the time to people. There's two things that you need to know about me. I got your back and I don't lie. Cut and dry. In every place of worship, I want men to pray with holy hands lifted up to God, free from anger and controversy. And I want women to be modest in their appearance. For women who claim to be devoted to God should make 
themselves attractive by the good things they do. I think that's, I think that's lovely. I think that by making yourself attractive from the inside, not on the outside. So that's it for today. That's what I have for one and two episodes, 39.1 and 39.2. So, uh, I think, you know, there's a lot of good stuff to be had in these, uh, these chapters. So that's it for today. Thank you for being so patient to wait until today for both episodes. And now we're all caught up. Yay. It was short and sweet. So, all right. Uh, so I am going to, uh, now lead you in the prayer, just like I always do every day. Uh, if you haven't made a choice for Jesus and, uh, decide to become a Christ follower, I will lead you in the prayer. So let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only Son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. It's his blood that uh, was shed for all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I accept him into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, congratulations. Welcome into the family, adopted family of Jesus Christ. Uh, he loves you so much, and he just wants to see you flourish and to continue to grow. In order to grow, uh, I strongly suggest, and so does Jeremiah, to get to a church, get to a pastor, celebrate, mark it in your Bible that today is your birthday in Christ, and um, go live for Christ. That's uh, that's what he wants you to do. So uh, that's it for today. Um, thank you so much for joining me. As always, I don't know what time of day it is that you decided to listen in, but thank you, whether it's morning, noon, or night. Uh, I pray for a wonderful day and morning or afternoon, evening, whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to go babbling here. Um, God bless you. And uh, I will see you tomorrow. Take care.